one sec because my capture is not showing. Oh yes, we are now a one more one. Can you guys hear us? So hello everyone, good morning, good evening, good noon to all of you who are watching now for the podcast. We are now in episode 5 and we extended our topic for this episode. We are going to talk about customer service experience and at the same time we are going to talk about as well in-game harassments for that other players are experiencing. And if we have time, we are going to talk about uh, Plasma 6. Plus my eight release and at the same time Waco the hero. So for this video we have Vivid, we have Gwen, we have One Man Destroyer, we have OZ, and we have Mistress Genesis back. And then mm. we uh, Dark will be joining with us a little uh, after maybe one hour. And I am with Leo again, the annoying Leo, the annoying Leo of my life. And later on maybe our people trip. Uh, Uncle Gio or Negan is going to join us. So, hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. Leo, take it away. Oh, what's the topic again? <laughs> <laughs> now you forgot what the topic. You go to the stage and you can see the list of the topic there. Okay, so as usual, we are extending the podcast experience. I think we met the last time what was the actual experience thought like how to get answers from service or how to get in touch with them that was the discussion but it was not the discussion is is about how you have been approached with service on different forms what the answers you got from them about the game or the questions you asked. So who will be the first one? Did you wrote that, Teddy? The first one will be going with the OZ and then Vivid. Next okay. will be John C. And then One Man Destroyer and then will be Gwen. And later on, if Dark is going to join us, she will talk as well. Yeah, I'll be broken up, John C. I don't have good internet connection. No worries. I was just worried that it was my connection. <laughs> okay, okay, so do so... I start with my experience? Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, so I am in state uh, 360 now, been um, uh, playing uh, about a year now. Um, I have my experience is two parts. The first part is uh, the good part. Um, there was uh, during a, a capital fl a capital clash, we uh, had um, a bout with um, uh, one of our opponents, and one of these guys actually uh, put up a name that was very insulting uh, to you know one of our uh, players. Uh, it happens a lot. But, uh, you know, this time it was definitely above the the usual you know uh, banter it was really really um uh bad so uh what i did uh was contacting the um, customer service and report the name as uh being uh insulting i didn't receive anything back from them but uh the um uh, the question my question was uh resolved because after you know 
probably an hour, inside an hour, the guy uh, changed his uh, name and uh, sent a message to uh, the guy he was insulting to the effect that uh, he had done a, a nice move, something like that, and that, you know, it worked. So he was forced to change his name. So the intervention was uh, quick and was uh, very effective. Um, on the other side, uh, I want to uh, caution uh, on uh, the fact that the attention to this type of matters is very limited. In general, I think in customer service, the attention is very, very limited. They don't really pay attention to you unless it's a serious matter like, you know, money or you know, things like that. So um, the, the the next episode is actually quite bad. Um, in our state, there is a, an alliance that likes to play uh you know in the limit of the mechanics of the game they actually like to say that you know that's the mechanics of the game uh in effect they um try all they can in order to bend rules without actually going against the rules so uh, what happened uh, this was an alliance of our alliance uh, and uh, we basically broke up in every marriage um and so they had a lot of alts in our um, uh, alliance that were not were difficult to detect. Uh, so they had a lot of spies. They, they 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 had a lot of spies all over. But in our uh, uh, alliance, there, there were quite a few. Um, so once we had a very um, peppery uh, discussion. It was not insulting, but you know it was full with uh, uh, terms that are not like really. Uh, to be used in public but you know we were in our alliance among friends uh, we thought it was uh, it was all good um this uh, uh what they, what they did is they used this uh, uh uh spy in our alliance to take, uh, to take uh, snapshots of the conversation and first they went on discord trying you know to put all the state against uh us as being vile and you know mouth uh, foul mounted and, and and all of that and insulting um they didn't really manage to to do that uh because you know the the conversation was not really insulting it was really just uh you know peppery in a way but then um what they did is they just took snapshots of a single swear word and the name of the the person that was actually uh putting up so they did not send screenshots of the whole conversation just the name of the player with you know a swear word four letter words that was it and they flooded the uh, uh customer service with a request of uh, intervention uh without knowing them if it was like a private message if it was on a, a alliance chat if it was on uh, a state chat or whatever right uh, and so uh, a whole lot of uh, our players, I think it was like four or five, uh, got uh, reprimanded by the uh, customer service. And the only the only reason why we know that uh, they had used this tactic of just taking a snapshot of one single word is because one of our players is uh, uh, V12, and he had uh, a customer relationship uh, manager. So he managed to 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 ask what was going on exactly, 
and uh, all he got back was you know this uh, little snapshot with his name and uh, a swear word without reference to to anything so um uh, effectively something that is uh, supposed to be for the good of the players uh, is being used quite easily and quite effectively to uh, uh, attack people that were just doing uh you know having a conversation however you know foul you, you want to to consider it but you know conversation among friends uh and you know nobody should uh, should really uh uh, care about what is what is said among among friends. Otherwise, you know we are in big brother situation. Uh, so that was uh, that was pretty bad, and it was actually quite uh, quite a fast intervention as well. Uh, I think it was within few hours that uh, uh, we received all this uh, all these complaints. Um, that was it, though, because you know we uh, didn't have any any of that uh, experience again, and I don't know if we would have. Uh, gone further if there was going to be anything major uh, the the threat was to mute the account which i really don't know exactly what it is if it is uh that you know they will take away your your, your ability to send messages or just a switch off your account or you know sending to to another state i i have no idea but that was uh, exactly what they uh, what they mentioned um, and that basically concludes my experience. So did they really ban the uh, the player or muted or just? No, this was there was just a warning. They just said uh, you've been found to uh, use insulting uh, terms uh, toward another player, uh, and if you continue, your your account will be muted. This was the message received. Yeah, I can confirm that muted is they literally just stop you from sending messages for for twenty four hours, and then your okay. next warning is three days. Okay, okay, so that wasn't a wasn't a huge uh, uh, threat to be honest, <laughs> but uh, I I don't know if they they can they can go any further and and actually stop you from uh, uh, from you know playing in the state or, or whatever that uh, that I don't know. All right, thank you for sharing with us your experience, Ozzy. And let's go with Vivid to share her experience. I'm not really sure what is she going to share with us, guys. Welcome, Vivid. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, okay, so we're start. <laughs> we uh, I had a few, few weeks where I had a player. Um, he just picking on me, whatever. It was a single player constantly. Uh, spammy stage chat with calls my name saying a lot of inappropriate stuff and uh that went on for about a week or so i didn't report it i just blocked the player i was trying to get away um the player wasn't getting the attention he wanted so he decided to steal my picture and photoshop it and he photoshopped um male male parts into my mouth and wrote his name on it and then he changed his his um, game name into my alliance name. So he didn't have my alliance tag, but he made it, made it look like it had my alliance tag. And he put my name on it, my game name. So it, it made it look like it was me. Um, and at that point, 
people were infuriated. I had, we were, we, our state is Migo at that point. So I had dozens of people like from Migo channel and our state just messaged me out. Like I reported him, I reported him. I'm so sorry this happened to you. I was doing the same weeks and weeks of back and forth with customer service. Uh, always the same standard messages. Can you provide proof? We would provide proof. Can you provide proof again? So we did that dance for about a month and a half until I eventually left state chat. Like I stopped chatting in state chat, stopped chatting in Migo. Like it was just highly humiliating. It was highly condescending. Like it just really, really upset me because it's not something that you do. And during all this time, he kept using that account, but my picture was always there. People were seeing this. He kept saying terrible things, writing terrible things, and we couldn't get him muted. We couldn't get him again. We got him. He disappeared for 24 hours once, and that was it. Things died down. This was back in March. Things died down a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, I log into me, and I have a 72-hour mute on my account. And obviously, I was like, okay, what's going on here? Because I know how I conduct myself. Um, I know how I speak. I know exactly what the rules are, very involved in SOS. I know the do's and don'ts. So I was I was pretty shocked at that. I kept messaging customer service. Why am I muted? Why am I muted? And customer service would apply back with, due to privacy reasons, we can't provide you with the reason you're muted. And I was like, what privacy? You muted me. It's my words. Like, give me my backup. They wouldn't give me anything. Like, this, this took a while. Um, and then I demanded, I'm VIP 12. I never really cared to be in the VIP 12 Discord or have the rep. I was like, okay, I want my VIP 12 rep. So they flipped me to Millie, um, got my VIP 12. And then Millie finally sent me the proof of why I was muted for 72 hours. Um, and in the meantime, while all this is happening, the player in question is constantly spamming stage chat, calling my name. He's just going on it. The picture got taken down eventually, but this player is still there. He's still saying nasty things. He's still saying very sexualized things towards me. Um, so that player is still active and here I am muted I'm, I'm i'm dead silent um so millie finally sends me the backup and the backup wise somebody screenshotted um just the portion of the conversation where after being harassed for the longest time by this player because when this happened i started getting dms from a specific alliance um you know asking stuff like how much can you handle and oh you like it and in very very bad negative sexual messages like that so I was at my wits end like I didn't know where to turn I had like I, I just didn't know what to do so after seeing so many spam messages with my name there I finally responded sorry I'm too busy taking whatever it is out of my mouth I can't respond and they muted me for 22 hours for that um so Millie kept apologizing I'm so sorry this happened I'm gonna just I'm gonna um take this to our technical department or whatever they call it I don't even know what they call it and then, and then simultaneously, I'm getting messages from customer service, ignoring my request for the backup, because I didn't tell them I had it, ignoring my request for the backup and just, can you provide uh, uh, proof of harassment? And I kept saying, I don't care about the harassment right now. I want to know why I'm muted. Let me know why I'm muted. The harassment issue has been dealt with or, or hasn't. That's not what I'm talking about right now. I want to know why I'm muted. And that was it. They, they, never, they kept responding to me with stuff like, well, you shouldn't say dirty words. Um, you should act, your, you, you should conduct yourself appropriately. Uh, phrases like that, like I'm not even paraphrasing, I can provide good screenshots. It was just, they just added insults to, to, to injury by making it look like I was a bad one and all this all of a sudden and, and nothing's been resolved. I mean, this was March 18, they muted me for something in March 18 and I gave up at this point because they were just going back and forth and I was just, th there's no point, there's, there's really no point. They, 
don't have any customer service training. They don't have any customer service skills. They don't know how to talk to people. They don't do proper investigations. Um, and in the meantime, they're condoning this type of behavior from people from people that get away with murder, basically, because, and, and they would, even if they muted one account, this guy had like three accounts and he just kept going back and forth, back and forth with all his accounts. So it's been March 18th, so it's been what, two, three months now? It's still not resolved, it's still ongoing. I'm, I just gave up on it. I still have other states messaging me and saying, do you want us to keep pushing? Do you want us to keep escalating? But nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna change. I mean, at this point, it, it is what it is. This is our customer service for you. You spend thousands, even if you don't spend thousands of dollars in this game, you should have the right to play comfortably you should have the right to to not be exposed to the stuff and it, it, i i don't know they have access to all the conversations they should be investing in their customer service because we pay them enough for that they should be investing in training they should be investing in, in proper investigations uh, and how to talk to people because telling me don't say dirty words or conduct yourself appropriately is just not okay after all they put me through like it's, it's just not okay And that's my little story for you. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story with us. And I'm sorry that you've been experiencing that. And that is sad that you are the one who has been harassed. And you are the one who has been muted for a reason. I think this is the reason why I think this roots out as well that not all states have the mods. Or I'm not really sure what is the schedule of the moderators when the moderate in game states. So they can only see what is happening currently in their states. And at the same time, those people who usually report people. And I agree with you because I am on the same boat before. I don't know this person, but he is slandering me in every state that he is. I don't want to drop his name and I don't want to name shame him, but he knows that. That in every state that he is playing, he is slandering me for no reason. I haven't talked to this guy. I don't know him. He just know me that I do videos for YouTube for State of Survival and he started slandering me everywhere. And I can't even, if I'm a content creator, I can't even have him muted. I can't even have him banned because he is a VIP 12 player. I think if we are going to be asked when it comes to harassment, this customer services, this game should put an example regardless if that player is a spender or what, give it an example. And not giving us an excuse that they are just going to add more account. Yes, they are going to make another account, but if they invested in that account, say $10,000, $5,000 invested in an account, and an account got on hold or banned, then that will be an awakening for them. And before we continue, I just wanted to give this floor to Gwen because she is going to have her reservoir raid in one hour, I think. So your stage is yours, Gwen. Can you guys? I think she's having mic problems. They can hear her as well. Maybe she, she can rejoin and try it if we can hear her. 
and here Okay, so I think we move on to Jonesy uh, till go and figure out about the issues. Okay, no worries. Oh, hello, Gwen, you there? She just turned green. She has her mic on, but you can't hear her. Maybe we can try start with before she's been trying to fix her mic. Uh, maybe Mistress Jesse can share with us her experience. Yeah, no problem. Um, ours was a bit disgusting, really, with um, child abuse, female abuse, sexuality abuse. Um, he was sending private messages as well as blaring all over state chats. Um, one thing customer services don't like is private messages. They cannot investigate private messages, which is just I'm flab flabbergasted at that, to be fair. Um, we sent so many, so many screenshots to them. Um, and they just said, no, we can't. We can't investigate private messages. It's only state chat or the, the public chats. Um, so him screaming out into private messages to 16-year-olds in our alliance saying, I want to shove my fingers and blah, blah, blah. I won't go into details. Um, they just got completely thrown onto the the pile of we're not investigating that. Um also when when we did report him, um we were told for previous for privacy reasons, same as same with Vivid, for privacy reasons, they can't tell us the outcome of the investigation either. So we did actually notice that he did get muted for 24 hours and then he came back because it was constant hounding of PMs and state chat um, sending banners across with disgusting messages as well. Um, at the time, banners you couldn't actually report, but you could report the normal messages. I think they've actually changed it now, so you can actually report banners. Um, but yeah, after uh, maybe about three months of hounding customer services with screenshot after screenshot after screenshot, um one stage they actually closed the case because he changed his name and they couldn't find him so i just went to my pms and went here here's his name open up the case again and they did that to me about three or four times so yeah he got muted 24 hours then he got muted for three days and then all of a sudden he disappeared and then he came with a brand new account so he must have had another device or something so we just started that all over again. He did that maybe for about four accounts. So this whole thing was going over, going on for months and months. Um, thankfully, we've not seen him for quite some time now. So we don't actually know whether customer services stepped in and banned his account or he just gave up. So, but they did actually mute him. We know, we know he got muted. Um, we've only ever had a mod in our state once. He lasted one day. 
he, instead of muting the dirty beep that was sending these messages, he decided to mute one guy who was jokingly having a joke selling his account. So that mod lasted one day. Um, and that's my story. Is Gwen back? Thank you, Jensie. Hi, Gwen. Are you back? Is it working? <laughs> He's just still trying to figure out what's wrong with her mic. See if she can talk. She's green, She's so I think talking. she is talking, but... There's a problem with her mic or probably with the app that she needs to restart that. All right, let's do that again and add one man destroyer in our podcast. Hi there. Well, all right, so mine is pretty simple, starting with customer service. I guess I've had some good, some bad. When it came to good, it was actually earlier before they revamped the customer service. I just talked to them because one of the dailies didn't give me my crates and stuff like that. And I guess they're able to come in and review like who gets what. And so they resolved that pretty easily. And in my mailbox, I got the rewards that I should have gotten. But um, came to the bad customer service. I was rebuilt a couple of times for like pretty big packages. And I, I sent it to them. And it's kind of like you just get an automated message back. They're like organize everything. And I already sent them like a full Excel sheet of different things and the order numbers. But they just said they couldn't resolve anything because it was apple's side and so i went to apple and they're like nah it's the game side i'm like okay i just eventually gave up on it and so when it came to let's see harassment inside the game there's this one time where customer service was used because one alliance that was purposely against ours our lines came up with like you know during sbs or during capital clash to just all make ourselves like one thing like i think one was smurfs one was like movie characters and then the enemy alliance just started putting up like pretty bad photos of things and so we reported their photos and their photos went down too but then they started reporting ours and all of ours started like going down and my logo at that time was like what you see now for discord it's like nothing bad and they took it down i was like i pm'd them like what and they're like we got like you know two complaints about this i was thinking well i mean can't you look at it yourself and see that it's fine but they just said they couldn't do anything about it and so We've had a couple of times where people have been spamming or harassing, especially in SBS, actually. We've gone against some states where they'll just dog on some of the ladies in our alliances, and we've reported it, but it seems that some things don't get done in SBS. Like, they can't control the enemy state, and the enemy state even had a moderator in it that was doing the same thing, and we were like, what the... So we reported the moderator. I know I'm VIP 12, but I don't have, like, that special thing and so some of the other people in my alliance do but they did it and so they think it got resolved but by the time svs was over they were saying how they resolved it so we never really know the real outcome of what happened yeah that's pretty much all for mine it was nothing too serious but there it is thank you for sharing this <clears throat> do we have Gwen back or she is Hi, Gwen. Are you back?
mic uh, shows mute, so probably that's the first thing. Yeah, she's still muted, and things are probably still trying to figure out. Well, the beauty of live stream. Technical <laughs> difficulties that we are good at. But I think she's speaking now. Hi, Gwen. Can we hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. The floor is yours. Okay, so uh, my experience was with harassment in the game. Um, my alliance dealt with a large amount of harassment, uh, both alliance-wide and, and personally directed. Um, ours was a little different. We had people that were making uh, mockery accounts, uh, mocking our name or our alliance. Uh, they made an entire alliance mocking our whole alliance and put all of these mini accounts. So the problem we had was we could, we could report it to customer service, except we could only report their mini accounts that were basically copied our names. Um, and we couldn't, you know, customer service couldn't trace it to their main account, which was really the issue. Um, they were, you know, verbally harassing us in Discord. Obviously, customer service couldn't do anything about that. And all of the mocking that was done on state chat was not enough, according to uh, customer service, to mute them or block them or, or punish them in some way. Uh, but it was enough to, you know, aggravate everyone um, because it was it was very personally directed. Um, and that went on for about three or four months that we had that. Um, and there, there's just there's not a lot that you can do except ignore it. And that's what we did. Uh, our whole alliance just learned how to stay off of state chat and ignore all the comments and put aside the rest of the world, basically. I, I I wish I had more to offer, but I mean it, it it's just a terrible situation when it happens to anybody, and they need to fix the problem. Thank you, Gwen, and. Before I, so Trip is here and Egan is here and since they are in VIP 12 and for those people who are in the VIP Discord, I got a, a question for you guys if you wanted to answer that. But before I go there, I wanted to read this customer service feedback from Crimson that I haven't done. And he or she said, my experience like most of us is terrible. There's been times when a message has not been responded for weeks instances in which i'm asking about the specific event going on and they get back to me days after the event which makes my question moot for the most part it is a generic response and really there's never an attempt to assist in the situation other than they say we will pass your concerns i just sent a i just sent a question asking why people are getting thousands and thousands of arrows out of the blue and i'm sure there will be some generic bullshit response to that also and nothing to address how i am negatively impacted by it i don't think they value the players at all that is his 
Commander Customer Service Experience. And since Trip and Nathan are here, and since I know that these two are VIP 12 and they are in the VIP Discord, I got a question for you guys, though. Up to you if you answer this or not, or those are VIP 12 and the VIP Discord. Uh, since there are a lot of harassment and some of these people are actually spenders, not just when it, we are not talking about harassment in games when it comes to gameplay, you know, the, the, the usual attacking on tiles or something. It's not about that. It's more about in a general uh, perspective when it comes to harassment, be it sexually, be it like not just sexual, but also those people who are threatening other people, even that affects the real life. I wanted to hear your uh, opinion on that. Is that really, or do you think being a massive spender makes them safe or protected from being muted regardless of their attitude? I think Turp is just listening and Negan is also listening. I'm not really sure who is. Okay. Hey everyone. Um, I'm going to say one thing. Uh, spend or no spend or I don't think there are uh, Customer service actually cares, should I say, listens. <clears throat> Either way. Um, <clears throat> but what I can say is, from, ex from my experience in the past, I have had uh, someone report me, and they don't really care if, you know, uh, you spend or not. You you get a warning, uh, but that's all there was to it. Um, and this came from a farm account, by the way. Anyway, um, see what I'm trying to say is, as a spender or a non-spender, not much happens when it comes to customer service. Is uh, it doesn't matter whether you've got a DM or or not, or whether you're in VIP server or not. I mean, a guy in the VIP server is from uh, the 600 state, you know, one of the 600s, and we all know that one. That's one of the one of the new states, new new states, and to be able to get into the VIP server, we all know how much you have to spend. Uh, and for him to be there, he must have caught up already with the rest of us. So this is a perfect example that he has messaged GMs and has been waiting for over a week now about a little bug that he's had in the game that is making his game experience a bit bad. And this is not just harassment, this is a bug. So if a spender can't get that kind of response from customer service, I'm not sure uh, anybody else would, really. So from my side, GMs really, no. They, uh, they seem to be a lot, a lot like customer service, like yeah, copy-paste and... Hope the problem is solved, kind of thing. 
I don't know if anybody, any of you guys are on on there or got UTM yet, but if you do, then you probably can can see what I'm trying to say here. Thank you, Trip and Negan is here. I want to listen oh. or hear from his own experience. Oh, and Dark Jenny, as well. Sorry to interrupt. Yes, yes, I was about to tell you <laughs> Dark has joined. All right, so Dark is here, and let's hear from her her experience, be it in customer service or whatever uh, experience she get have. Hi, Dark, and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm actually uh, really excited to finally be able to talk to someone about my issues. <laughs> um, so I, I have like a little a chart kind of I made up because it's a long story and I, I don't want to take up a lot of time. But uh, pretty much this started back in January um, and it kind of started out as just like one player just kind of being angry at everything made his own alliance you know whatever it's just it's it's a game people get angry it's a war game you lose troops you win troops whatever but we had a, a player and we still have a player in our state um an older player um i'm not actually sure how old she is but she's you know she's older she's got kids she's been married and she actually has a mental disability she has had brain surgery she currently has a brain tumor and a few of us knew it on the game uh, and once he knew about it, um, he just started verbally attacking her, harassing her. Um, I mean, actually, I believe she's, I believe she's like 44. Um, she's actually listening. <laughs> um, but I mean, he, I have screenshots of the stuff he would say to her, um, harassing all the females on the server. I sent screenshots to customer service multiple times back in, in January. It's continued. Um, but anything from going around the censors um because you can you know most words are censored in the game but you can go around them if you put periods if you put spaces between the letters um he's told people to kill themselves he's called them i i, I believe i'm allowed to say it, so um, he's called them retards bitches slappers which is a, a slang a british slang heifers instead of calling them fat i mean whores cunts you name it he has openly said it uh, in state chat and in private messages, mostly to the females. I think all the females, actually. Um, he's made, you know, uh, pedo comments to a player whose profile picture was him and his son, just a picture of him and his son, who's like seven, I think. So, I mean, he, homophobic comments, he, he literally just pressed every single button. Um, he became enemy of the state very quickly. Um, from the from the governor so anytime there's an event it, none of the rules apply to him like whenever someone finds him in game because he has four accounts uh we post his coordinates in the state chat and we just go hunting that's just what we do um because every time we've reported him to customer service um like trip was saying we get pretty much a canned response it's this player will be dealt with thank you for bringing it to our attention if he does it again, let us know. That that's all we ever got. Um, but after the comment he made to me, where he didn't say "go kill yourself," his English was kind of weird. He said essentially just "go die." I screenshotted it, added it to the list of things I reported to customer service. Um, and what irritated me also is I use an iPad for this game, and. Once they close a report on customer service, 
you can keep scrolling up and you see all of your previous conversation. Uh, so they definitely had a record of the stuff I had reported. But once I reported this one thing that he told me to kill myself, I said, look, he's essentially breaking your own game rules that you can't, you know, that, that's, I mean, that, that's a threat. And the response to me <laughs> was, we're so sorry. Greetings, uh, greetings, survivor. We have punished and banned the players you reported in accordance with the game regulations. If you encounter a player who made illegal comments again in the future, please report it. Report it. So I was thrilled. I'm like, this is great. I messaged back. I said, thank you so much. You know, we in, in 440 State really appreciate it. You know, we've reported him numerous times. And I asked, did you ban all four of his accounts? Because every time I reported him, I would show screenshots of literally all four of his accounts. Like, we all knew it was him. Um, so I said, did you ban all four or did you just ban this one? I will provide proof that these are his I'll provide proof that these are his accounts again if you need. And they said, we will deal with his illegal accounts in turn instead of a one-on-one -on -one because this is not a small project. Please rest assured, we will deal with the situations seriously. So I'm like, great. So about a week went by and all of his accounts were kind of scattered between two alliances. So I didn't really think anything of checking on where that one account was that I had reported. And I looked back at one of his uh, alliances and all four of his accounts were moved back to that alliance and they're all high level accounts. So he couldn't have just like made a new account in the time they banned the other one. Um, and he had simply changed the name of the one. So I contacted customer service again. I said, with a screenshot, I said, this was his, the account that you told me he banned this is the account I'm looking at now. It's the same level. It's the same everything. He changed the name. He's talking to us through this account. You did not ban him. And I contacted customer service about that about two weeks ago. They just responded to me on the 15th with a canned response saying we forwarded it to our technical team. So... I mean, he's openly taunted staff, even saying the staff will never ban me, which is why I, I'm pretty convinced at this point that customer service is biased. I mean, he seems like the kind of person who would blackmail someone <laughs> just from my experience with him. So I kind of almost think that he has something on the game and like he's threatening them. Like, if you ban me, I'll release all this other information, which I don't know if he's really doing that. But like, there's no other explanation I can think of of why customer service has now blatantly lied to me and that and that the girl that he the main girl he was harassing still plays the game and has quit the game multiple times because of the behavior of him because he singles her out every time and i mean the only good thing that came out of this was there were several people um, like i said he was declared enemy of the state so there were several people in the server or sorry in the state and still are who, whenever they see him, they will actively hunt him. Um, they will actively call him out in state chat. And essentially, really, we just, just have a, <laughs> several servers where we just post screenshots of the stuff he said uh, and just keep reporting him. But it's just an ongoing battle. I mean, that was back in January. Um, 
just the stuff he's doing is not something you want to see in any game. Like, I know a lot of adults play this game, and that's understandable. It's it's not a kid's game, let's be honest. Um, but for that to go on for that long, with all the evidence I've given them, and at least two other people have reported him, it just, I don't see any reason why customer service would let it continue unless they really just did not care. You know, they... They made a deal with The Walking Dead and everything, which is great. You know, the game's making money, but at the expense of uh, expense of the of the players is really the problem. And I'll keep reporting them. You know, I have no problem. But at this point, it's obvious they've just kind of started ignoring my reports. <laughs> so, um, unfortunately, there's just really nothing else we can do except continue to hunt him. And unfortunately, he's also a spender on the game. Um, he must spend a good amount of money because he has grown. He's getting close to stars on his accounts. Um, and my only worry now is that once he starts getting stars, he'll be able to attack anyone in the game that he wants to harass and just decimate their accounts on top of the verbal abuse. Um, I mean, like we try to, we try to attack him when he has troops at home, um, so that he has to rebuild. Um, he's gotten debuffs from the governor before and stuff like that, but he just keeps on. You know, now it's it's a game to him, and just how he treats people, it's just it's it's disheartening. If I hadn't put money into this game, if I hadn't been playing it for this long, I would have quit um, and switched to a new state long ago. Um, but at this point, it's kind of the principle of the thing, I guess. So I'm kind of sucked into it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, it's just it's a really bad situation. I just kind of wish customer service would uh, would listen to us. So yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your experience, it's really awful that this this things piling up keeps on going, and the developers and the customer service does not take care of the women in the game. They are literally harassed. I, I cannot imagine experience you are sharing and actually living it. But still, you guys are really strong for this and to the community. Uh, can I intervene? Yeah, sure. Um, what uh, looks clear to me is that this is not only horrible, but it's definitely acceptable. It would be unacceptable for a for a free uh, game, let alone some something that you know you pay this much amount of, of money for. Um, there are issues that are very complicated to uh, come across as, you know, creating an alliance of alts and, and all that. But there are some issues that have been reported that are really straightforward. And I don't see any possible conceivable reason to ignore them or not to solve the issues or not to address the issues, at least, uh, if not for complete lack of interest in this type of uh, and this type of issues, and it is, to be honest, completely unacceptable. I mean, this, for me, makes the uh, game unplayable. I don't want to invest in a game that supports, because this is what it is, it supports a toxic environment where people can come and say whatever they want and not being, you know, sort of banned or... I don't have nothing happening to them. So to, for, for me, this is, this is a deal breaker. Uh, I've heard things that I wouldn't expect, to be honest. Uh, 
and uh, this is really shameful to the company that doesn't take this uh, these issues seriously i mean the harassment that um that have been reported here uh I mean, so egregious so uh bad that you know in certain states it would be breaking laws so to be honest with you the lack of intervention from a king's group is extremely bad i mean to me it's it's a deal breaker i i agree and also to add to that you know i know that there's quite an extensive uh training that goes through when someone wants to become a mod on this game and i have to give it to them they really put those staff members through the ringer to make sure that they're up to up to par uh to be staff members but in my state i've been playing you know since you know a little bit before january i have to be honest i have not once ever seen a moderator of any sort go into the state chat for for for, uh, for 440. i have I mean, I was on that game more than I'd like to say uh, when I was unemployed for seven months. And I've never seen a staff member. And that also shows a lot. I mean, even, you know, if you, you just want to compare it to a game like Minecraft and like, you know, some, some you know, big uh, servers on Minecraft, you see staff in chat all the time. You know, they'll play with the people, they'll not play with people, they'll watch over the people, you will see them everywhere. And not once have I seen them in, in this game. Um, I've even been to a couple other states a few times, you know, with alt accounts, never seen staff in those games either. So for as much as they, you know, if you contact a staff member, cause I've, I've gone through that route, generally people will respond to you pretty often. If you directly contact a moderator, I just don't know where they are. <laughs> like I have honestly no idea where they put their staff. Yeah, that that's true, and it's really disappointing to see this. The money the people have been spending, they have a lot of money, and they can implement a, a better customer service, better customer service experience to the players, but they just don't want to do it. Yeah, Dark made a very good point there. Um, there's so many states out. There's what? How, how many states have we got now? Seven hundred plus. And there's so many out there. I wow. think we are close to 800. <laughs> okay, ne nearly 800 states. And what, the majority have probably not got a single mod. But then there's a fair few that have got two or three mods in there, which I, I was always under the understanding that if you applied to be a mod, then you had to actually go to a specific state to be the mod. And they'd spread them out. It just seems a bit unfair or I don't know, it's just not right that they're, they're picking and choosing where they want to go. Mind you, if I became a mod, I'd want to go to 271 and screw around with them guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you there. <laughs> we actually have someone in our state who applied to be a mod for that reason, just so they could <laughs> specifically mute uh, and start warning this one player as well. So I get wow. it. <laughs> Yeah, when I when I applied to be a mod, I got the email, I got the invite to the server and everything, and I got the email saying the requirements you have to do four hours of work, 
um, and the payment is 20,000 biocaps per month. I don't know, this is a long time ago. I don't know whether it's been changed or not. But at the time, I was thinking four hours a day for that just doesn't add up at all. But that's no, a full job you. right there. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's, that's another pain. You're going to do four hours of work every day for that? Exactly. So that's that's why I turned it down. Um, but, yeah. Jeez. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. I didn't even know that. But I mean, like, yeah, I could I could spend four hours a day on the game, but I would want to play the game. I wouldn't yeah, want to exactly. be staff for four hours. That's that's ridiculous. Sorry, and they may well have changed it. This is a good six months ago. I was a mod for a little bit, and it's not if you could do your four hours of modding in the game. Um, then that would be easy because I spend that time in the game anyway, but they didn't, they want you to be on Discord modding. Uh, that's why I quit because they want to see those four hours on Discord. So it's, it's very, very complicated. It's very, very hard uh, to what get props out to all the mods because it's not easy. Um, and they don't have a lot of power. They, they really, they, they truly don't. I mean, the best that they can do is try and deflect situations. Uh, but it, it is very demanding. It, it is. And they are a thousand times more prepared than customer service ever will. And that I can say with confidence just from having played that part. To be fair with them, though, like uh, in case some of the players doesn't know, though, that as we all know, or some of us know that moderators are also players, but just because they are green, they have limits on what they can do as well. All they kind of do is just report whatever they can see or help you report for any issues that you will have, but they don't really have the power to enforce or do these things. Like, for example, force it to the game team, extend it to the game team, because they need to follow certain hierarchy, I think, under ranks, that if you're agreeing, you need to go to your higher ops and then the higher ops is going to report this or the green is going to report i'm not really sure how does it work but i know for a fact that they don't really have that huge power to you know they can only report it to the specific person that handles all the complaints and the issues but they cannot really force this to happen and then at the end of the day it also falls down to the customer service which is a different department as well and like you guys said that if they are only willing to invest to their customer service and make it better i think some of the problems that we are having will be listened to or be sorted or even fixed but i'm pretty sure and before we go to number two topic i would like to hear from negan about his experience here for when it comes to customer service or anything that you can talk about this topic. Hi, Negan. I think he's at work. I'm not really sure if he's listening or he's at work. So I think we go to number two of the question. And this is actually one of, uh, this is a question of Jonesy that I want to share with you guys. So. For the second part, is personal dealings within state harassment or trolls or whatever harassments you have or the customer service experience, how did it get resolved and FCS was involved? 
how long it takes for an action to be implemented. But I think we all covered that one out already because when you tell your sh story, you share with us if they are sorted or not. And then the last one will be the question is, what is your take about your experience and what should the, the game do to make things better for players? I think we should start with OZ and then we go with Vivid and then Jonesy, Gwen, and then Dark and then one man destroyer, and then after that trip, and Negan can add on or also Leo. Um, okay, so uh, what what exactly should we talk about in terms of you know how to how to improve uh, uh, the experience? What what type of uh, uh, questions uh, are we are we uh, discussing? Um, like game mechanics or. Uh, the the environment between uh, uh, different players. What uh, what is it? I mean, can we narrow the question, or we can go everywhere? Uh, maybe we can just close with the customer service experience, and at the same time with the gaming environment, and then for the other gameplay and other feature, we can handle that for other topics as well. Well, I mean, uh, of course, the, uh, the the main issue for older older states is that um, uh, there is a natural uh, tendency for um, uh, the number of players to diminish, right? Uh, accounts just leave, and you end up with very few players. Uh, of course, uh, it's been discussed over and over again, but the uh, merger of states is uh, essential for older states to survive. Uh, I think there are very few states that are older and still and still active. Uh, I am in 360, and we are already down to three main alliance and uh, alliances, and uh, accounts are dropping like crazy. You know, now they've announced P6, seven, and eight with you know some of the requirements, and I've had already inside two days uh, uh, three or four people saying that they will stop playing. Um, just because you know the investment that they are seeing, it's uh, it's needed in order to 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 keep up. It's uh, not worth uh, the experience, right? So that is that is a must for older states to survive. Um, then, of course, it's uh, it's a question of how you balance between super spender, medium spenders, and and, and free to play. Um, because it's the, it is clear that um, uh, super spenders are uh, the king of the games, and you know that's uh, quite quite reasonable. Um, but uh, I think the fact that it's uh, impossible to challenge them, um, uh, it makes it makes it quite uh, uh, frustrating to 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 play a game uh, because you feel compelled to to sort of uh, spend. Uh, as as much in order just just to compete. One of the issues that I've seen uh, very recently w is with Waco. Right, we all know that Waco is uh, super powered in uh, in uh, uh, Reservoir Raid. Okay, so what happens is that uh, Reservoir Raid is uh, something that anybody can enjoy because matching with similar level. Uh, there have been issues about. Uh, finding somebody with this similar level, but you know, on average, you have a, a chance of having a good fight. You might lose, you might win, you might win easy, you might lose easy, but in general, you have you know a bit of a bit of fun. Um, now the question is, uh, Waco comes out to uh, every single state at least, 
Um, and what happens is that whenever whenever you are you are going to play a Reservoir Raid now, uh, you are guaranteed to find somebody with Waco, which makes it absolutely unplayable for you if you don't have Waco. So the only place that was uh, sort of a safe haven for uh, free to play or low spenders or uh, you know people that are uh, not willing to, uh, to 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 spend too much too quickly is been uh, effectively destroyed because the only way I can still have fun in Reservoir Raid now is if I pay to have Waco and I resonate with uh, with gold. Otherwise, you know it doesn't it doesn't really matter. So. Um, it is it is uh, difficult in my my point of view to organize a uh, a game that is both uh, aiming at high spenders and also at uh, at the rest. Um, one way I can I can think about it, and I've been telling uh, a few people uh, as well, um, is. Uh, by increasing the randomness in the in the uh, battle engine, so uh, of course you know if you if you are a high spender you want to have an advantage on average, but if you are guaranteed to win every time if you have a ten percent advantage in stats, then it kind of gets boring. You already know what's going to happen. Yes, you know the dynamics are hidden, but you know once you once you discover that once you are overpowered, you know there is nothing you can do. If you add randomness. And you say, oh, you know, this one was bad luck because, you know, it happens that from time to time, even if you're uh, stronger, you actually lose. Then it would actually create um, an environment where there is uh, a lot more chances for the underdog to give it a go, right? Uh, say, you know, if if I attack it five times, there is one time that which it might work. So if I put enough into it, if I have enough uh, uh, alliance members, if there are enough uh, uh, people with me, if you are smart enough, we can actually do it. Uh, but you know, it, it, it doesn't look like we are, we are going in, in that direction. I think we are basically just repeating whatever has been done in the past. And you know, P, P6, P7, P8, uh, then T11 gonna be T12. The red gear instead of two tiers is gonna be four tiers. Then we're gonna go into hero gear probably, and and so on and so forth, right? Um, and uh, to be honest with you, I've seen uh, a, a lot of people uh, really getting uh, bored or the game, and especially uh, being resentful at the amount of uh, investment they had to do for the little they're getting in in return. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of complicated to get uh, solutions to these problems. Thank you, OZ, and thank you for being with us in the podcast. Uh, let's hear from Vivir this time. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I agree with everything that Ozzy said. Um, there is a huge discrepancy between uh, P2P and F2P for sure. Um, I am a pay-to-play uh, player, so I do spend a lot of money in this game. Um, 
and I kind of do it to help my free fitters as much as I can in the alliance. And I'm so sorry for my daughter singing in the background. Um, but to me, I mean, they're getting thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in here, like I said before, and they're nothing without their players. So invest in that, invest in training, invest in better quality of support. Um, so that when you go to customer service, you don't feel like they're slutching you on top of everything that you've already been through would be a nice thing. Um, and and it's, it's a social game. This, this game, at least for me, and I'm sure for a lot of people, was a COVID-19 escape to help cope with what's going on and just to have a safe place to come in and play and have fun and meet tons of people. And um, it, that's what it is. It's, 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 a, it's a war game, but it's a social game. Um, so invest in that and look at that, see that don't, don't discriminate players. Don't, you know, don't, don't treat players differently because of what they spend or, or who they are or how you feel or what your background is. Um, and recognize that, make it more enjoyable in that sense. Um, cause that's, what's going to retain the players. I mean, I, I speak from my alliance, my free to play players will stay for as long as the people that they play with are there and are, they're having fun together and they're figuring it out no matter how strong or how weak they are. Um, so that's what they like to look at because when people leave, they're not necessarily leaving the game because they don't like the game. They're leaving because they're social, or at least I find that the social aspect is just broken and it's not there anymore or because they've been harassed or because they're not listened to or because they're being taken advantage of or whatever it may be. Um, so that's where I see a huge gap. Yes, I do see a huge gap in the pay scale and all the stats and all that stuff, but I do see a lack of caring um, and a lack of commitment to the players that make state of survival what state of survival is today, basically. Um, yeah, so that's my two cents. Thank you, Vivid. Let's hear it from Jonesy. Remember whether I was next or not, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely agree with Vivid and Ozzy. 100% they need to invest in customer service. Um, like right now, I'm on three weeks and four days, and I still haven't had a reply from them. Um, even if they just, even if it took like two or three days, just respond let us know that you're actually looking into it just say just, just a hello would be nice um just to say that they're actually yes they've read the actual message um i mean that's that has actually gotten me down pretty badly because it's you're playing the game you're playing their game you want them to listen to you um well, then we've had the same thing about repetition of events. We've all sent in feedback and we've all said, give us some new events and new new stuff. But it's all, even when they do bring out the new items and things, it's all the same repetition of events. They're not, there's, there's just no ideas and no, no imagination in their events anymore. It's just repeat, repeat, repeat. Well, that one got got some money. Let's repeat this one again. Um, so yeah, they whatever money that they are making, which is which must be a lot. Um, they need to invest more in uh, in customer service for sure, definitely. 
And that's me. Thank you. And next is Gwen. Hi, Gwen. Is your mic okay? Yes, my mic is great. But I'm All right. in the middle of my reservoir raids. <laughs> All right, I think going. Before... <laughs> Good luck with your reservoir raid. I think before you, let's try to listen to One Man Destroyer until Gwen finished her reservoir raid. Good luck on it. Um, well, basically, let's see my experience on how we could help the game. With it comes to the spending divide, there's a whole lot of people that, like the previous people have said, have just died out. I mean, when Plasma 8 came out, I have people in my state finishing Plasma 5 and so on Plasma 4. And so it's like, it's almost once you finish, they just keep it going, especially when this game was a game opened up inside a time where many people were losing their jobs or um, not able to financially afford to be the top player inside the game. And then you have these alliances that come in that are only full of people that spend a ton of money on the game that just pretty much, if they're bad alliances, they'll keep everything for themselves and it just becomes pretty futile for the ones that don't spend to make a huge impact if they're not inside of that alliance. I know mine, like, I've spent quite a bit on the game, which isn't that good, but it's kind of what I thought that you had to do until, like, I finally learned that you can do stuff that's free to play, but I feel like a lot of people don't realize that, and I feel like they should should be kind of, like, a limit on how much you can get ahead, because there were people, like, when I was, what, HQ20 that were already, like, HQ30, and they sped up, and they were just going around wrecking people and just destroying other people's fun. I know one alliance does that especially. They just will daily attack people, and it just leads to no progress in the game. And so my state's dying out pretty fast because even now the spenders are getting bored because there's no one to hit that they're not scared of. And I couldn't th really think of things that they could implement right now maybe in the future while they're adding new states they should they could make every other state like a spending state i don't know i saw one guy saying that there should be like a free-to-play state but it could mess up some stuff but if they have enough people that are willing to go into a free-to-play state then they could have things like you know blood sport and svs and stuff like that and that's all for me Thank you, Destroyer, and is Negan there, or Trip? I think uh, Darkus uh, is, is to share her experience about the oral experience, how she looked at it, the customer, how they can improve it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything so far. Um, I really agree um, with the idea that customer service could really just, you know, every couple of days, just let us know they're still there, you know, instead of just closing the ticket. Um, let us know that they're looking into it. Or even if they just ask, hey, do you have a little more information? Or, hey, while we were looking into this, did anything else happen? 
let us know that the ticket is still open and uh, not that we're being ignored. Um, I mean, when it comes to, to free-to-play or, or pay-to-win, I started out free-to-play. I really tried to stay free-to-play. Um, and it was... It was easy when you first start out because they give you so much and I, I, you know, people would give me stuff, which was kind of nice. And then it turned into like, well, this one bundle would kind of help me. And then it turned into, well, this other bundle will help me. Um, and of course, you, you, know, you try not to spend money. You try to stay free to play. Um, but like they were saying with the, with the new uh, hero, you know, you're going to have to spend money. You're going to have to buy it. And if you don't, it wasn't like the last couple of heroes were like, oh, you know what, I don't really need him, that's fine. But this one you need if you're going to do a Reservoir Raid. And that's really like a like a punch in the gut to people who, like you said, you know, started out during COVID, they lost their jobs, I was unemployed, you know, I have a job now, but, you know, it's, 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 you know, I have expenses, you know, you have to live, you know, this can't be this can't be everything you're paying for. You know, you need to pay for food, your, your rent, all this other stuff. Um, so if you're playing this game seriously and you take like a week off, everyone else who was playing this game jumps in battle power and you are so far behind. You, you, you have to spend more money to catch up. Um, you know, you, my state is 440. We're not a new state. You know, like, uh, <laughs> like Negan was saying, we're, we're dying. You know, we have two maybe three alliances that are the top alliances they have sister alliances that they don't attack everyone else is fodder that's just how it is um and no new players join our our state and honestly if a new player joined our state in the in the the not to play on words but in the state my state is in i would probably tell them to switch states just because they're not going to get anywhere they're going to be too far behind um even if they dropped you know money it's just it's not worth it um, and in the new states, you know, I've considered making an account in a new state just so I can try to start fresh. But I know it's going to turn back into the same thing. I'm going to go from free to play to pay to win. Um, so I think they have to invest in customer service. They have to invest in making more things that are not so much easy for, for free to play because some of the events they've had, I've actually managed to get stuff without spending money. But just kind of maybe even alternate it. You know, um, so that people don't feel left out, and uh, you know the the state the world's in right now, people can't can't just drop money like that. Well, most people. <laughs> so yeah, no, they really have to work on that. That's that's my biggest thing. Thank you, Darkus. <clears throat> okay, Negan, are we ready or? Now we lost. We can't hear him too. It's probably at work now. Can we join? As a speaker again, join them. He has to rejoin. And if I rejoin, I would like to say something. So, since uh, we are all dealing with all these customer experiences issues that we had for 
How many months already? Was it the first quarter of 2020? It was better when customer service actually, before that customer service template started asking us to rate them five star. The previous customer service was a bit, not the best, but at least a bit better compared to what we are having now. And that made me decide to talk with one of the contacts from from Kingscurve or SOS and I asked them, how do they manage that? And one of them said that it's actually the report that they are getting because I think they are having a different department now that handles customer service now. And that person or that department always sends out report daily. And they said that on that report, it shows that there is an increase of data when it comes to customer response speed as well as customer satisfaction. And I've made a point for them that the data can be fabricated every time. If you are not focusing on that, if you are not, it's like, it's like teaching. If you left your students and you are out as a teacher, these students are just going to copy from each other or fabricate their answers. It's the same with customer service. If they are not being checked, and they just the other part is just waiting for reports to see if how they uh, they perform. Probably they are just going to get fabricated answer. And I was like, did you guys ever try to check every reports or every concerns of your players and see the response of your customer service? And that's one thing that they haven't answered me yet. I hope that next week they are going to at least reply to that question of mine. Uh, and yeah, I agree with that. Um, when my issue first started, I was getting responses from customer service pretty frequently. Um, I mean, maybe two days would pass before I got an answer, but then I would get an answer. Um, whether or not they were actually warning the players is besides the point. Um, and of course, now, like I said, I'm, I'm on like you know, <laughs> I'm on like two weeks before an answer um so it was definitely better before and of course you know they have lives too i understand that uh but like we've said you know just focusing on getting your customer service better if they're fabricating it like you said which they probably are because i mean not once have i ever rated any of them <laughs> um then that would that would be something they should look into you know just don't don't you can't in, in any company you can't just look at a report and say well this is probably it. you know you got to check up on those things once in a while yeah, and yeah, I was gonna say, and they have, uh, a plenty of resources to improve their customer service. I mean, their mod team for their Discord is very good. I mean, they're very good at responses. I've put in a couple things lately, and they're really instant about submitting it straight to customer service. But it just shows that they have plenty of resources to make in the more customer service representatives and stuff like that. If they gave the mods a little bit more power, which could work in a good or a bad way, it would work really well because there's plenty of really active people there. Yeah, and um, I think this is what, what actually would make the difference. I hope you can hear me now, guys. Um, yes. Nick. Yeah, we can. Welcome to the podcast, sir. <laughs> uh, the iOS, the iOS update. I think they uh, they, they changed some of the settings for for the privacy or whatever reasons, and uh, now it works a little differently. But either way, um, the 
the company has already invested quite significant amount of resources and, and money into the customer service and, and, and mod teams and, you know, various um, hierarchies and infrastructure. Um, what they essentially need to do is to empower the investment in a certain way. Um, if we look at, um, you know, our own best experiences in the customer service, then probably we would have Was he cut off, or was was it me? I mean, I can't no, hear him either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't hear. I can't hear myself. may I speak no. now? Yep, you are back, Negan. I guess. Yeah, after Negan, go Negan. Hello. Yeah. So yes. what I mean is that Sorry. if they would empower their own customer service by allowing them to resolve the issues on the first contact. I think that would improve, you know, the overall satisfaction tremendously because uh, if I would go to any customer service and, you know, I would, I would get an immediate response and immediate solution to my problem. That's when I would be satisfied. On the other side, if I would go to a customer service, any customer service, and then, I'd be footballed around to different departments or different managers, or I would be asked to wait and, uh, you know, I, I would require to escalate things that this is where I will not be satisfied. So looking at, you know, how they already put a lot of money and efforts into establishing the mod teams, the infrastructure, et cetera, they should set, they, they should essentially allow those mods or allow their customer service to try and resolve the issues instantaneously instead of saying that, you know, they will forward our requests to someone, they will, um, they will review them, you know, there is other team responsible for my issues, et cetera. I think that that would be a very easy win for them in terms of, you know, finding the solutions to our problems, especially considering that the infrastructure is already there, the mods are already there, some of the states don't have them, but you know the majority, I think, does have the mod team. And the the general Discord has the mod teams, uh, and then we have the customer service uh, application or part of the application where we you know go with our issues and concerns, and they they, they just need um, to kind of be able to to resolve them on the first contact, and and that would be an improvement, I think. All right, thanks, Negan, and let's hear it from Uncle Gio. Hello, all. Uh, about customer service. Customer service, the problem is not that you don't have the manpower for that. They don't have the knowledge how to address and how to solve and solve the problems. Uh, Ozzy, not Ozzy, one man said about the, the greeny team they have in Discord. Yes, there are too many, but they're ignoring the game. They ignore the game, so they don't know how to answer correctly and respond to the majority of the problems. Uh, so far, my problem with the community said, oh, of course, of course, they have something to say. They have, uh, okay, they have uh, some ex ex uh, excuses about, for example, Imigo. Uh, uh, the, in Reservoir League, 
the Migo points doesn't address to every team the same. And they ignore that. And they didn't give the correct response or the feedback to the mods to reply and say, it's okay, uh, when a team is in a red league, uh, could take uh, only the basic points. But in the normal uh, raid, they get all the points and so on. Uh, there are flows. There are flows, of course, uh, but we cannot all the time aim the support because they didn't get the proper feedback about Waco. Uh, as I seen it now, and I seen the response also in the discussion channel, and I I, I most appreciate the Aussie points of view regarding Waco. Uh, Waco is overpowered. What they need to change now is they need to change the mechanics or not give Wacko and Daryl the mechanics inside the raid because, yes, it's changing, it, it will change the outcome. Especially now, even the teams that get Wacko also will have disadvantages against other teams. Uh, it, it might change the strategy of the raid now, but that change uh, in the middle of the raid league is very devastating. Okay. Uh, as far as far regarding the older states, yes, I'm very concerning about the new out outcomes and about the plasma and the other stuff. And as, as I seen it in PTR, there are many elements to calculate. Uh, I don't, but I don't want to keep on on that topic now because, of course, you may address it afterwards. So I would, I I might say my point of view afterwards. But generally, I agree with Zo Ozzy, and I agree that uh, they move the states rapidly. It's not the problem of the players. It's the problem, their problem that they increase states, they push the new states to go rapidly, uh, go on and go on and go on and, ex and expand it in gears, in stats, in everything. And when I hearing people complain, uh, why we match it with all gen with the gen four with a state in normal raid, for example, with they have gen five or or more gen something like that? And I explain because you increase your battle power of the clan too fast, and the, the and the algorithm of the game match you with a, with an older state that have the same battle power, but you're missing the heroes, you're missing the elements. So don't complain. It's up to you. It's, it's as my friend Maupa said in the, in the first podcast about the new states, the guys that go rapidly to battle power and reach one million, one half million, etc., etc., in three or four months. It's, it's very crazy in my, in, my, in my eyes because they force him, they force such things to happen. They enforce him that mismatch in raid normal raid or whatever okay that's for me okay i'm keep on listening thank you thank you uncle and i think we already covered most uh part of our topic and before we go i think we are going to ask this most awaited question for you guys what is your opinion about the release of plasma six to eight is going to answer for that. Anyone can answer that. And uh, after you guys, whoever wants to answer, 
the floor is open for you. I'll answer that first. Um, I'll be leaving game. Hundred <laughs> percent guaranteed. I will be leaving game. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, I. I barely have my blue <laughs> stuff done uh, as a as a slight pay to pay to win. Um, and I've already encountered players who have max red. It's just it's it's not worth it. Like I can't even imagine how much money they had to shell out to get that within like two days of it being released. But I mean, it was just a massacre um, at the alliance or um, the fortress fight. Uh, so it's just uh, it's it's not fair, definitely. Uh, I won't be. Oh, sorry. Cool. Oh, I, I said I, I won't be eating uh, food for a while. I'm joking. Um, but. Yeah, I think it's a mistake because there's only a few in my state that will be able to get it. And yeah, they're leaders, but they're only in one alliance. And so I think it would cause a collapse within many states where you have one or two major alliances that are just always fighting each other. And once Plasma 8 comes out, the first alliance that gets it is just going to eat the other one. And then it becomes boring for that alliance and it just dies out. That that's the problem I have in my alliance. It's like you know the two top three top alliances, they already have red and uh, just watching them in any fights. No one even shows up uh, to the fortress fights for them now. It's just oh they signed up. Okay, it's theirs. You know it's it's not fun. Yeah, the majority of feedback I've got about this whole plasma six seven eight is we've been asking for state mergers for how long now. And they've just been putting it on the back burner every time. And now they're bringing out the red gear and plasma, more plasma stuff. And you can't even use your plasma that you've been hoarding either. Um, before the red gear came out, I was I was actually maxed for like an hour. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> I was not happy. <laughs> no. All right. Sorry to butt in, guys, but I just wanted to announce the code for those who are listening. You can claim the code. The code is stop leaking the codes. That is on lowercase, guys. Stop leaking the codes. It's like the best code name I've ever seen. <laughs> Good code. Good code. Uh, agreed. <laughs> I need to remember or make codes that are really hard to figure out because some of the codes that I made actually run out before we start the podcast. Um, um, I want to add a bit to this Plasma 6 to 8. Um, as you, well, some of you know, I, I'm, I'm mostly in PTR, in test server, just for my own fun. Uh, I don't uh, I just go to see what's coming basically and of course PTR most of the time to me is similar to Reservoir Raid where I go in fight with people for things and then go back in the game nothing has changed um, but uh, as for Plasma 6 to 8 
it, it really put me off. Um, like, I understand, of course, they've got to make money. It's a business. Uh, just like every business, we'll always try to push something better, something different, if they see money coming in. And we all know that ever since they released Plasma, all that has been happening is players maxing their headquarters and forgetting about the rest, like uh, gear. Uh, so, of course, Plasma has been selling a lot, so they will release it. That's why they went from level 30 to Plasma 3, and then from Plasma 3 to 5 real quick. And Chief Gear is, is, what, two years now? Uh, but he's gonna, he's gonna not only kill the states even more, um, but he's actually going to push back what feedback we have been giving, what, uh, what we have been asking from, from them. Um, main topic that people have been asking for is state merge. State mergers are needed in a lot of states. So we were told back in the November, December that uh, yeah they're gonna work on it. Well here in three months, within three months, and we didn't hear anything. So we tried something else, and then we were told June. And then they pushed it back to July, because, of course, we understand mega event. Um, but if, I, if I'm right, uh, and I really hope I'm not, um, every time we have seen something in test server has been released within, like, any time from two weeks, to three months period after it's been shown on test server. So if I, if I'm right, and I hope I'm 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 not right, um, plasma six to eight will come at the end of mega event, which means they're gonna pull statements back again. Honestly, I have been sticking around mostly for the for the people in my alliance, and most of them have been just telling me, "Let's just go mad, have a good weekend, just fighting everyone in the state and live game." I mean, the top guys, the top spenders. So the way I see it is, it would be fun, and then just live game. Um, if they do end up pushing state merge after July, then, you know, after mega event, which is around the time when it's supposed to finish, you know, state merge meant to be coming. So if they end up pushing that again, then personally, me and a few others, uh, I think we might as well go and play COD. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, it would maybe next year I would say if they released 
Plasma 68 next year this time. Yes, I would understand that. Because that not only will it give uh, will it give state modes a chance to be implemented into the game, to be worked into the game through uh, testing it with some states, which what they want to do. Uh, so, if they did release Plasma uh, 68 next year this time, or let's say next year, I don't know, January, January time, maybe so, maybe that would be good. Uh, but any time before January is going to not only kill all the states even more, but even newer states. And as I can see a lot in newer states, uh, people are not sticking together as much as older states. In newer states, a lot of people will go in, start spending, oh, yeah, I'm bored. They're not doing something to like make my game better so they just leave so not only will they kill older states even more but even newer states will keep going more and more dead anyway that's where I stand with that Plasma 6-8 next year guys next year keep pushing for them to, to bring it next year not this year please <laughs> Yeah, I think the, the question of timing is is uh, really important because uh, if you slow down the, the progress, uh, what you're going to achieve is that um, people that don't spend that much uh, sort of catch up uh, naturally, even by spending a little bit or, you know, just uh, by doing uh, free-to-play stuff. Uh, and that sort of levels the play field. So you get another, you know, rush to uh, uh, the new power level of the uh, the ones who want to invest uh, and you know they want to play uh, to win and that's fine but then you know you have a, a period in which uh, other people can catch up and and sort of level the playing field and i think this is going to be good also for uh, you know max player because after a while they're going to realize that it's going to be very very uh, boring to be just you know five players that cannot eat each other because everybody's one billion power and what you're going to do like you know kill six million uh, troops and whatever it's just mean that uh, you just go around and say oh sorry i need to kill at uh, hq30 because i need resources uh, you know it's I, th I think it's boring, and a, a, lo a lot of uh, the people that are, that are dropping in my in my state are actually the the, the top players. You know, the strongest that uh, they were up until a month ago, they basically don't play anymore. Um, I think I think they need to really look at it uh, carefully because uh, it might uh, start to hit their uh, uh, bottom line. They are not going to make as much money if they keep just churning out new states and uh, uh, just keep the, the, the thing, things as they are. They need to look at how to uh, pace the um, development of, you know, and the release of different uh, power levels so that uh, everybody can can play. Uh, because you know you you've seen you've seen exactly what happened in the first 350 states now you know they need rescue needed merger because 
there isn't a, a lot that they can they can do. Um, so, not sure. I think it's 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 a really difficult uh, uh, question to 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 solve. But um, yeah, I think they they will need to really think carefully. And that's it for me. Agree. And I and just wanted I to just wanted to read this read message this from message from. I'm not really sure I am I'm hearing really sure myself. I'm hearing myself. You are. Yeah. You echo. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing yeah, you too. Yeah, we all hear. Oh. Leo, have you got it on loudspeaker? Let me see it. Let me see it. Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. But, right. but with echo. Right. With echo. Twice. Twice. Who is sending echo now? I saw him in the phone. There we go. Oh, open it. <laughs> So I just wanted to read this. I got a message from a player, and this is his message to one of the general manager, I think, and I just wanted to read. This is for his uh, message to the general manager in behalf of his state from State 328. This is from QP, and he said, I have a suggestion. I heard you are going to open Plasma 6, 7, 8, and T12. I think the best will be after merging or transferring. We as players, and as we pay a lot of money as well, I don't think we are paying in a boring state, and some of us, they have a dead state. There is no fun at all. How do you want me to get excited about a game in a boring state or a dead state? The best is merging, transfer, and then you release Plasma 6, 7, and 8, and because everyone is upset. I send my voice and all the people's voices on my state, and I heard that too many players wanted to quit. Also, what I mean is impossible for a player to invest in a game without excitement or fun. People cry and complain, are tired and bored, and they want to merge or transfer. After that, then do the Plasma 6, Plasma 7, 8, and T12. That's what they said. I'll probably be in minority um, here, but I guess the uh, timing for the release of the new Plasma levels actually uh, is you know was was earlier and then they essentially delayed they essentially delayed it for whatever reasons and um, the reason i say this is because if you look at the leaderboards in our states or at least in the older states at least a hundred players have already reached uh, you know p5s um, and then probably the population of the p5s is you know significantly larger than 100 people per state nowadays. Um, so uh, from the economics perspective and from the state dynamics perspective, um, I think there is a need for you know, uh, further upgrades on, on the HQ levels and further growth for you know, some players. I don't necessarily think that um, you know, having uh, 20, uh, 25, 30 maxed accounts in the state essentially brings the balance to the state. On the contrary, very likely that those uh, 20, 30 max players uh, would be sitting in one or two alliances and um, that would bring you know, huge power to that alliance, uh, all those two alliances and uh, would um, create certain disparity you know, across the state uh, and disbalance. 
So um, if uh, the developers are providing us the avenues uh, with the avenues to upgrade um, our plasma levels, I think that would that would create you know additional push for uh, for the top players to invest the you know efforts and money and whatnot. Uh, in continuing to be continuing being on the top, but also differentiate uh, you know the alliances and the players from each other in in a better way. Um, it would also give the edge uh, you know for certain alliances in certain states uh, versus the other states in the SVS. And um, uh, I I would guess it would change the dynamics back to you know how the game was uh, at its inception when. When we went through, um, you know, the upgrades from uh, HQ30 to three stars, I think that period was fairly active, and uh, I would I, I would think that developers are looking, you know, to to repeat that curve, albeit maybe not on the same level, but um, but at least allow uh, some players to be ahead of the general curve, while the majority of the state being on, you know, a certain trajectory. Um, and kind of balance the dynamics slightly. Uh, another point is is the cost of the upgrades. And uh, at this stage, we don't really know how much it would cost to go through, you know, say Plasma 6, 7, 8. But an estimates, uh, uh, you know, show us, I mean, at least, you know, what my estimate was around 30,000 Plasma to reach, uh, to reach the uh, P8 level. Uh, which I think is a bit on the high side, considering that uh, it was costing around um, 21k, if I'm not mistaken, to to go from P30 to uh, no, sorry, the, uh, the level 30 to to P3, and then another 20,000 from uh, P3 to P5. Um, so I guess what what they need to look carefully at is is the cost of the upgrades rather than uh, the necessity of of the upgrades. I, I still believe that the uh, that 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 the upgrades are necessary. Um, another aspect of the new P6, P7, P8 is uh, uh, is the new material which is required for the upgrades, and um, I think this is. Uh, a little strange in a sense that um, the game had been very good at positioning plasma as um, you know a valuable a valuable resource in the game for you know quite some time now suddenly that valuable resource becomes you know somewhat irrelevant and you know we we're getting introduced a new currency in the game and that currency uh, will be converted from the old plasma at you know certain level and or certain conversion rate, um, which, which which I think is not really justified. Um, so if I would look at the issue uh, plasma six seven eight, I would rather look at the details of it. You know how much it costs. You know how it is upgraded. Or what are technicalities of it rather than at the point, you know, whether it's necessary or not. I think it is necessary and the states require further growth, uh, not just in in um, the troop power or the gear, but also in the in the HQ levels, um, etc. cetera. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry to disagree with panelists here, but uh, I think 
I, I think the game has to continue growing, and one way of doing it is uh, is is to have you know some of the players ahead of the curve. Right now on PTR, I am one double P seven, um, and I was able to do that with you know the little stop that PTR allowed me to have uh, from from my on my general stop on the on the live server. So it's very likely that uh, the uh, the, the, the big spenders uh, that we already have in the states uh, that would be able to achieve uh, you know p7 fairly painlessly uh, with, with whatever they have already uh, in their backpack and um, the the devs just need to kind of balance and uh, think carefully of you know what the economics are in the game and uh, how to implement the overall cost structure into into the growth model um, yeah I guess. That's my opinion. Can I can I uh, say well, one thing? I I believe that uh, of course you you need to make um, uh, a judgment only after you actually see all the details. But the, here it's important to see also how you communicate uh, new uh, features, um, because what what is happening? What I have seen happening with you know my own eyes is that. Um, these uh, announcement of P6, P7, P8 has been um, met with uh, disheartening um, uh, resignation from uh, from players. It was it was an excitement. It was like, yay, we go, we do something else. It was like, what I should invest even more just to be doing the same thing again. So. Uh, irrespective of how the um, uh, play is going to end up being in a month time, two months time, or whatever they're going to release it, uh, now there are players that are living. And in in my experience, in the, the, the state where my state is, probably, you know, older states are, are sort of in an equilibrium where, you know, people that decided to, to keep playing, they don't move in and out. But in my stage, we are effectively um, 250 active players in, uh, in, in the state that are really, you know, meaningful. Um, and a lot of these, these people are thinking of living. And to me, players are the important uh, wealth in, uh, in, in my state. Because if I end up with just 50 people at, uh, you know, some I hate, some I love, and, you know, we're going to be just a, a faction, it's going to be really, really boring. And I'm not going to, you know, invest a, a, a one euro in spending more time in, in, in this type of a, a situation. So I, I think it is important for the uh, uh, developers to communicate things also in a way that they entice uh, um, uh, people. So probably uh, in older states, there, this, this uh, new feature is eagerly awaited. In my state, is dreaded. So at least for you know, most of the players, probably a couple will, uh, will be enticed, but you know, the rest are, are just not really happy. So um, there is definitely some some communication issues. Whatever you, however you want to look at it, as a positive or a negative, but definitely there is a communication issues because if just by saying that, by just saying, oh, you know, guys, we're doing P six, seven, and eight, uh, people are leaving your game and leaving my state. That means you know making me less uh, 
giving me le me less enjoyment. I think that that is a big mistake. So that's that's just uh, how I see it. No, I, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, because I I have a bit of an older state, and you know, there's some some players in my state that I mean, no one can touch them. You know, like maybe like two players are kind of top of the state. They can kind of battle each other, but they're in the same alliance, so they're not going to. Um, and everyone else really just tries to play catch up. And we've had quite a few players leave in the past month um, because, you know, because of real life, because of spending the money. They didn't want to spend more money um, in the past. Like when I first joined in, in, in January, there was quite a few players that left because the state was starting to die and they left to start in new states. I've checked with them since. They don't even play on those states anymore um, because it's just not worth the, the money. Like, yes, I love a game that develops. I love a game that comes out with new things or more things and keeps upgrading and developing. That is, that's awesome. Every game should do that. It, sh it should not be stagnant. But if you're upgrading at the expense of leaving players behind you know, the majority of players behind, not just, like, one or two, you know, that, like, you know, I can't get my mom's credit card, but, like, the majority of players who just don't want to spend anymore and then killing the states that are older and then not wanting to merge, you know, eventually the developers are going to run out of uh, room and if there are any older states that have players, they're going to have to shut down those states and force those players to either quit or they'll have to find some way to move those players to a different state, and then they'll probably quit because they won't know anybody. So either way, the developers in the long term are hurting themselves. And they, they I mean, really, they're digging their own grave. And it's a slow process, but I mean, you see how many states we have. They open more states so that they get more money from new players, because the older players don't do it anymore. And it's just going to get worse. And it's it's really sad to see because the, the game itself is actually a really fun game. But just how it's being handled, uh, unfortunately, is the is the downfall. Yeah, I, I would agree with Megan that they are going to they have already shifting it in DR. The problem is how you are needed for the game for the group. But the thing is, they are not healthy. I don't think this are going for Leo, any of these. Sorry, but uh, we we can't really hear you properly, and I don't think you know it. It is easy to to follow what you're saying. Oh, you break the note Oh, I don't think so. Like, I cannot speak anymore. I guess the connection is really bad. Then. No, it was good. Sorry, no, you're fine. No, it's good. No, it's better. Okay. Just go closer to your mic, I think. <laughs> uh, I need to hold my phone near my mouth now. Okay. So, yeah, I, I was agreeing with Negan that uh, these, these new features are needed. And how they are going to release it, it's up to them that how much time frame they are going to release it. In parts with P6 first, P7 second, and P8 last. But there should be a communication also because the health of the states with the state mergers is not going to solve anything because the actual gameplay is really lacking. They are just releasing the stuff 
which people needs to spend not the actual gameplay the rewards are like too much it's it's nothing you spend 12 hours 18 hours in the ego event and the rewards are just like shit so overall these oh. these new features are needed but how they are going to implement it it's 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 a question um agree Agree. I would agree to the both sides, but like I always say in every episode that we have is we, uh, the game, uh, as the game develops for age, they usually grow and add development. The only problem here is, like I said, is the transparency. It's not just about, yeah, they can release as is, because if we are waiting or checking out the timelines, every six months, they usually add massive upgrades or features to the game. And this one, this upgrade is actually on time and even delayed a little because of that leakage last time. But what I was asking or what I was talking about is maybe if they are being transparent to their players or at least fix one of the reasons why the players are getting angry. Let's say the customer service, that's one thing. Maybe if they are being going to be transparent and if their customer service is going to work like how they should be working, then that is somehow going to lift some of the annoyance or the anger of the players. If it's how it works in real life, isn't it? We deserve or we need customer service to give us answers to the questions that we need. Like, for example, when it comes to just buying simple things and we need customer service to assist us. And if they are going to give us the the answers or fix our issues in a timely manner, probably that is going to make some changes in the game, be it on the environment when it comes to gameplay they need to be transparent like give your players a roadmap on where is your game is going to go or where your game is hitting and not just drop items like i understand that this is going to be disclosed because they don't want or they fear that the players are going to run out or get angry for every feature that they are going to release but at the same time they should be mindful as well like players are their customers and customers deserve that be it on any aspect of that, be it customer service or the gameplay or just clarifications and things that we players need to know. Um, see, I agree with you, Teddy. And I do kind of agree with Megan. And I'm, look, the game will de- develop and will keep going up and up and up. Plasma 6, Plasma 8 is not the end of it. We all know that. Uh, we're going to hit Plasma 10, 15, sooner or later. Now, he, he, the game it should be looked at as a marathon. No uh, a sprint. Yeah? So, I do understand uh, that, yes, some, some of us, some states do need the Plasma 6, 7, and 8. Uh, but you know when, like I said earlier, when you get a guy from a state in the mid-600s join the VIP server, you know he has already caught up with what we've spent. Uh, 
But when he's complaining about things that, no, uh, well, the guy was mostly complaining about customer service, and yeah, but then of course when he's seen plasma six and eight, uh, then he thought, oh, okay, this is where we slow down. So not they, not only are they going to, uh, not only are they going to hurt all the states by making people like want to quit because of it but you know not everybody will a lot of people will be like nah I've invested too much I'm staying I'll invest another one another same again <laughs> but when all the state people quit and then you've got new guys like that turning around and be like whoa okay well if it took this much then it's not worth it anymore then you are going to kill the game. Not only like the older state, but the whole game. So the game has been going for two years. There is all the similar games that have been going for way longer. Uh, but a lot of people quit on them and for the simple fact that they started releasing everything real fast. But I don't disagree with you, Negan. Obviously, the whole, yeah, we do need something new. That's fair. Uh, and by looks of things, uh, next uh, headquarters level will be a yearly thing. But uh, do need other things first to make the game a bit more exciting. Hey, if they can bring some kind of event that will make the game exciting, State mergers will not be needed. They can push state mergers even more. But the problem is they haven't come up with an event to make the game exciting more than like it used to be. All we've got is Reservoir Raid and, of course, now SVS. State versus state. Okay, they've made it a bit with a twist now because, you know, the battles are harder with all the Red, red zone and everything, but uh, once <laughs> I, I speak for myself, last state versus state, once we got our coordination together, that was it. We just it was just a downhill to victory. We was winning. There was no way I was losing. But okay, like events like Reservoir Raid, that's where. You don't know what's coming. That's where you don't know what the strategy is going to be, what strategy you're going to need to use. It's things like that. If they come come out with some kind of event like that, but more often, not just every two weeks, or, oh, yeah, you go against an alliance that has advantages compared to yours. If they come up with something like that, state mergers can be pushed another year or two. But I think I think uh, they they have already come the similar event. The yeah, and Leo they're making the Leo steps in that direction, yeah. Leo. You're yeah, right. I mean, we have we have me gonna. Yeah, the blue blue mining event is kind of a short version of a reservoir raid, but it's inside the state, not for a different map. They they are looking at a perfect roadmap but the thing is the the other game 
play or other events like dying and people are not trying to beat uh, on those events because the rewards are not, not good and also because of the uh, the gap between the players stronger players and the players are really big because of the rewards in the event so actually the roadmap is really And I, I've noticed something, uh, I mean, I don't think it's just me because other people in my state feel this way as well. Um, but when state versus state comes around, uh, there's quite a few of us who pretty much just, you know, bunker down and hide. Um, because the state versus state, it's fun for the people who have the money and who have the big accounts because you can help. But if you don't have those those big accounts and, you know, you're free to play or you just haven't developed your account to be like you know, the biggest and the best. You're useless during those fights and your fodder. Um, yeah. So the, the issue with that too is also the attitude of the players, your own, as well as the players in the, you know, the other state is just toxic. You know, like I said, you know, we don't have any moderators in the chat. So, you know, they come into our state or they'll come into our chat and they're just toxic or we're, you know, and completely bashing us. And there's nothing you can do about it. So really, you just kind of hide for the whole weekend because there's no point even looking in the chat. You know, it's just discouraging. It's, it's not actually fun. To... <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> just don't look the chat and start fighting, only fighting. Ignore them. Okay, it's a part of strategy. Some Someday using the harassment as a part of strategy. It's wrong, I understand. In my point of view now, with the new plasma, the trick is not the adding the new plasma. The trick is that adding something that is also lottery inside the game. The lottery of constructing those uh, extra plasma cores, or how they call it, blue plasma, or, or whatever. It's adding more lottery stuff inside game. So far, we have the lucky, the lucky bundles, the lucky crates. Uh, we have uh, the Ray Casino. And now, to... to to purify the plasma or something like that becomes lottery. Uh, lottery and you cannot calculate it. It's, uh, it's against some laws. Uh, I mean, I mean in, in many states around the globe, there are laws that prevent the lottery games in, inside the in common games like this. It it's, doesn't say right. anywhere that they, there, is a, a, there is contest inside the game that is lottery. Uh, yeah, that's there, the biggest big issue. issue. Yeah, 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 I agree. It's a big issue. Absolutely, absolutely. There are certain states in which it's actually it's actually forbidden to do the, these things without knowing exactly what are the odds. And uh, this this game is full of randomness that is not uh, declared uh, openly. You know, the the lottery for uh, uh, the lottery tickets is is uh, is one example. But you know, anything, even the 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 roulette with the. Um, uh, in and race plays, it's it's so you know you don't really know what are the the the, the true uh, uh, percentages and it's uh, to, to be honest to be honest it's it's really annoying. But you know this this is also a cultural things in some in some places uh, randomness is uh, you know is considered exciting and and fun. But uh, in in other places in in Europe for example, if you play a, a random uh, game, you need to know what are your odds. Because I don't know, you don't know. Uh, otherwise, you don't know what you're paying for. Uh, so you know that 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 is the 
a sort of a, a fair thing. You go into a casino, you know if the roulette has got one zero, two zeros, or you know, and so you know what are the odds. And in here, you you almost never do. Mm. Ozzy, I can agree with you on that. And if you actually look into actual law, uh, I think in Europe was actually made against. It is actually against European laws to have uh, casinos or anything like that in a game. Uh, I don't mean casinos, casinos per se, but like uh, like race plays, for example. Uh, but there is a way that obviously they can argue back with it because you don't spin race plays to actually. Uh, hope and pray, see what you get. They do turn around and say, you spin race plays to get the packs that you unlock at the top left of your screen. <laughs> so that's how they can get out of it. Uh, but with the lottery tickets, that's just plain, plain gambling. <laughs> so that is against the law. I mean, they, customers took uh, another game to court about it. And they changed it. They will never release something like that again. Something that players cannot see before they purchase it. But um, yeah, eventually, eventually, it will be down, all down to that, all down to you do it this way or get get what you can. Basically, unless you get bundles of packs and you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, I honestly, I've been playing mobile games for a while and I really can't think of any other games that have, that I've played that are like State of Survival in, in, the, in the fact that you don't know the odds. Uh, the, the, the gambling aspect on it is, you know, you spend the most money you can essentially just so you're guaranteed something. Um, so yeah, I mean, I actually hadn't thought about that, but no, I, I can't think of any other games that are like that. You know, that's something they got to look into. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> see, we, we don't mention all the game's names, but, uh, I, I, I will say it, it was Fortnite. I mean, we all know how big that game is. Okay. Yeah. You have uh, a point. <laughs> <laughs> but Sorry. I forgot know. about that one. <laughs> yeah. They was actually taken to court, and they actually settled like before he went into court and said, "Okay, so we're not gonna be doing it anymore." It was all down to some packs that uh, players purchased, and they didn't know what they was getting from the packs. They was thinking they was getting the actual. Uh, I think it was some costume or something. I can't remember, but they announced they will not be releasing packs like that again. Which is literally that is the same like the lottery tickets that we we get in the state of survival, but um, that was made illegal in Europe. Like EU made the law about it. Uh, in America, they they kind of pushed it a little bit uh, due to COVID situation and so on, but. Probably won't take long before it becomes illegal there as well. Um, 
Well, other than that, is it, it, it does feel like that's where they're going with most things now, mostly because we, we will we will purchase more than what we need. My opinion, anyway. No, no, you're you're absolutely right. You know, I hadn't thought about that. It is essentially a, a loot crate system. Um, with the the almost promise that you're going to get this thing, but chances are you're not. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Alright. So, just a quick question for Negan. Um, uh, in, in PTR, Negan, how, how, much, uh, how much plasma do you use, obviously, to, to hit uh, HQ plasma 7? Yeah, it was about, uh, let me see, it was about 9,000. That's not bad. That's not bad. The, the, considering, yeah. considering the exchange with the, with the new polymerized plasma and everything, so okay. Yeah, it, it will vary for for each player, I guess. Um, you know, depending on what they get in terms of the conversion conversion rate. But I'm fa I'm fairly certain yeah. that uh, we will get you know about thirty old plasma per per new uh, refined one, roughly around that level. Um, mm -hmm. Which means that um, P seven can be reached at, uh, for for around nine thousand plasma. And going back to our discussion, I guess uh, the old players in the old states are probably a little bit favored under the new under the new system because these are the players who would have you know slightly higher stockpile of the of the old plasma, while the players in the new state who you know became maxed recently would probably be less favored by the new system. Because they would not have the same amount of plasma stock, you know, in their backpack. So I guess going back to the question, you know, who who benefits more from from the new star system? Is uh, look, like I said, it's, it's inevitable. They will bring it, whether we like it or not. Uh, of course, they do need to make changes. Like, for example, the. The plasma exchange into polymerized. Do you think that's an actual fair way to actually do it? Like your opinion? No, I think they should have stuck with the with the old plasma and uh, just you know have the simple cost structure where we would know that it would it will cost an X amount of plasma to upgrade to P six seven eight. Um, instead of introducing the uh, the polymer, I, I, I just think it's an uh, it's the new and unnecessary currency in the game, um, and that currency is based anyway on the conversion rate from the old plasma. So I I really don't see a sensible explanation why we need that that new that, that new plasma in the game. I agree. They add the new plasma. Look 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 look. They add new plasma as a polymer uh, with with some odds as i said before it's it's random and it's lucky for example if you increase the polymer 
above the level of 30 uh, cores or something like that, they, they demand more plasma and they give nothing. That's, that's, that's a problem. They're not the same odds when you polymer, for example, we say we exchange three plasma cores to get one more polymer or something like that. It's, it's raising the odds. And that is the frustrating side of that part. Yes, I agree. We don't need such kind of plasma. Or at least we agree uh, standard uh, polymer sites. That's, that's the point I was trying to get to. Um, of course, they, they will release it. It's, again, it's inevitable. <laughs> uh, but making it so that we don't know what we're getting from what we've got is it's not really the best way knowing what we like okay we've got this much plasma to exchange it for that much polymerized you know so we can make our calculations of as well of what packs we're going to need to put us in the future and everything is going to actually be a lot better uh, instead of just Okay, keep getting some. Wish me luck. It, it literally has become a, luck, a game of luck instead of a game of strategy. So, but that's, that's the point I was trying to get to by asking Negan of the amount of plasma he used. So. Yeah, I think if they are going to make that plasma gauge event permanent, that might somehow cut off some you know, some issues that we're facing when it comes to purification or refinement of plasma to polymer. At least if they're going to make that permanent and not just a two days event, players have some sources of that polymer by getting that plasma reactor or what is it, gold generator or something. And if they added that to Intel with that plasma generator and then the plasma core, then at least that will somehow make F2P or low standard feel favored a little bit instead of just releasing that for two days event. Because at the same time, if you are, since we are using two kinds of plasma, when it comes to luck, and I'm one of those players who don't have any luck when it comes to get uh, things, and I want to just end up wasting a lot of plasma cores and purifying just to get polymer plasma myself. Yeah. You're not you're not the only one with bad luck. I, I don't do uh, <laughs> I don't buy the tickets, uh, the lottery tickets anymore. <laughs> yeah, Trust I agree me. with you there. Yeah. Gone downhill. Imagine that from Christmas Christmas event and another one similar to that that uses gacha or RNG. I never done that because I haven't got any luck on it. Even the lo the lottery ticket, I stopped playing that <laughs> for the same reason. <laughs> I came in 11th four times in a row in the headquarters events. 11th, yes. Bad luck. That's, that, that is the only thing I'm not liking because it's, it seems like everything seems to be moving towards uh, luck. Uh, if you're lucky, you'll get this much. If you're not, you get what you get. Um, but I'm trying to calculate what I need to be able to do this. And 
You know, that literally just throws the whole strategy game out the window. And this... Uh, okay, I might as well go and buy a lottery ticket and <laughs> it's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So I think we already covered most of the part of the topic for today. And like always, we can always continue after the live stream like we always do. I think the last episode or episode three, even they lasted for six hours talking. And probably we're going to do that as well. And on behalf of the community, I just wanted to say thank you to all the panelists for today and for those who are the mainstays of this. And the supporters, thank you as always to OZ, to Destroyer, to Dark, to Jonesy, to Gwen, to Gwen and to what's the other one, Vivid. And at the same time, I just wanted to say thank you to Nega and to Trip and to Gio, to Uncle Gio for always being around and just an announcement guys that i think we are going to stick with this uh, live stream podcast or the channel stage because it's better we are not being kicked out at least by youtube and we are now running like two hours and 30 minutes without being kicked out so we might start using that and at the same time if you are not in the collab server and you want to listen to the podcast if you're busy and you can watch on youtube or on twitch and on facebook you can actually search this because this podcast is actually now in public so you can search this via the community or public thing i think or public discovery or community discovery of discord and you don't need to join collab just to hear this guys so you will get like a chance to just click and listen for that one and for those who missed the first part of this podcast we are going to update this as always on WordPress, on Spotify. You can always listen to that Spotify and then Anchor. So we're like every, everywhere from now. And for the next episode, episode six, we are going to talk about PVP. So we were going to invite two spenders, two low spenders and F2Ps and share their experiences or their little guides and how they survive in the game or how what is their gameplay. And on behalf again for the collab team, I would like to say thank you and thank you for listening to the podcast, guys. Bye. And the last code. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for having me. The last code would be Where is Wako the hero? That is our last code, guys. I asked this last week for my manager to make the code before they release Wako. So the code is Where is Wako the hero? And again, thank you for watching, guys. Bye.